Welcome to the Outdoors is My Therapy podcast, your resource that informs, inspires and empowers you to up-level your health and happiness by connecting you with the outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, founder of the Outdoors is My Therapy movement. I'm also a family-focused outdoors adventurer, a business owner and a mental health social worker. In this podcast, I share knowledge, strategies, tips and tricks to help you get outside into nature, strengthen your health and grow your sense of happiness and well-being. This is episode 13 of the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast and today we're talking about stress. We all experience it and we all have ways to manage it. Some of those ways are more healthy and effective than others. Now, Typically, we associate stress with overwhelm and overwork and feelings of dread and anxiety. And when it comes to stress, there's actually a complex system that involves your brain, your nervous system, and a range of biochemicals that are there to get you ready for action to deal with whatever is happening right there and then. A couple of the stress hormones are quite famous, so you're probably familiar with their names. Epinephrine, or also known as adrenaline, and cortisol. Now, these hormones can have an enormous impact on your physiology, your body. Your muscles become tense and your heart rate and your breathing rate increases. These sorts of responses are really helpful when you're in immediate danger because They help you to move quickly, for example, to jump out of the way of something towards safety if you need to. But when your brain and your body remain in a stress loop that's ongoing for a long period of time, there are some other impacts on your health that aren't so good. High blood pressure, coronary problems, brain changes even that can contribute to depression, anxiety and addictions. Obesity, problems with sleeping, well, that's a really common one, as well as difficulty relaxing and difficulty winding down and irritability. So it's as if your body is on full throttle and the brakes just aren't being activated. But did you know that this full gas stress response can also happen when life seems good? When you're racing through life, you might be exercising hard each day, working long hours at a job that you love, coming home to care for your family, taking kids to sport, after school activities, organising the groceries, renovating the house, socialising on weekends. Well, with all of these things, there's a certain level of load on your body and your brain then too. And it's important that you take stock of all of your loads, not just the dreaded ones when you're trying to understand how your body deals with stress, because you may not be aware of it until things come crashing down. So if there's a whole lot of throttle in your life now, whether it's wanted or unwanted, how can you regulate it so that your stress response doesn't become unhealthy and lead you towards poor health, both physical health and mental health. First of all, I want you to know that there are many things that you can do, even when it feels overwhelming. 
you can do an audit of your life to see where your energy and your attention is going. So are there some things that you can change in your life? Maybe there are some things that you can let go of or reprioritize to reduce the load that you're carrying. Are you saying yes to too many things? And do you feel the pressure to live your life a particular way, even though it might not feel right for you? Sometimes it's the simple things like, are you drinking lots of coffee? Are you drinking alcohol? Are you smoking tobacco or using other drugs? All of these things put a load on your body and on your brain too. And what about your sleep? A lack of sleep or poor quality sleep adds another load to your life. And nutrition-wise, what foods are you taking into your body? Because these could be adding stresses and loads to your body as well. So once you've done some sorting out to identify what's contributing to your loads, you can move on to the next step. So second of all, you can find ways to bring about a relaxation response. A relaxation response, it's a little bit like the break that stops the stress response from continuing to escalate and stops that stress from building up and up and up over time. So a relaxation response can sort of counteract the stress response to some extent by helping you to slow down your breathing rate and your heart rate and reducing the tension in your muscles and lowering your blood pressure and basically increasing that feeling of inner calm. So what's the secret formula to this amazing break-inducing relaxation response? Well, you can bring about a relaxation response with certain breathing practices, such as deep breathing, visualizations, meditation, some practices like Tai Chi and yoga, as well as prayer. And it can be very helpful to have a mentor or a teacher guide you to find the best practice for you and to help you problem solve it when it doesn't seem to work. And Look, this is one of the favourite parts of the work that I do because I know just how transformational it is when people discover a technique or a strategy that meets their needs. And look, here's a heads up. Meditation and breathing practices, I believe, are so important that I feature them in every single women's retreat and every workshop I run. No matter what the topic is, I think there's always something we can learn from these practices. Physical exercise can also help a lot with stress and with the relaxation response. Brisk exercise is really good for releasing stress and tension and gentle exercise can bring about a sense of calm as well. So my recommendation is to make sure you have a combination of brisk and gentle exercise in your week. And will even better, learn how to read your body patterns over time so that you know which type of exercise you need at different times. You learn to read your body and your brain. There's another important ingredient here to helping you to manage your stress load, and that's having great supports and relationships in your life. 
I've included some of my favourite stress-less activities that you can do in nature in something that I call the Nature is My Therapy Bundle. Now, you can get a copy of this for yourself when you head over to my website and sign up for my email newsletter called Grounded Inspiration. So at the time that I'm recording this episode, the Nature is My Therapy Bundle is a gift that I send to all my new subscribers of Grounded Inspiration. So I'm going to leave the link in the show notes so that you can access it too. But right now, I want to tell you a little bit more about some of these stressless activities that you can do in nature right now. So are you ready? Okay, here we go. The first one I want to suggest to you is to find a space in nature and be still. Simply pause for a few seconds, a few minutes or even longer and listen to the sounds around you. A lot of people say that when they go for a walk outside, it helps them to clear their head. So this is another wonderful thing that you can do in nature, as simply as popping on your shoes and taking a walk outside. Another idea is to pack up a really yummy picnic and take it outdoors. It could be into your backyard, to the park down the road or further afield. You could also take your drawing, your painting, your writing or something else that you enjoy doing out into nature and spending some time out there. You could also create a nature treasure hunt. Now this is something that you can do all by yourself but it's also a really fabulous activity to do with other people, either with family or with friends. You could go exploring a park either a park near where you live or a national park, perhaps spending some time in the bushland further afield. And while you're there, and this might sound a bit odd to you if you haven't come across this idea before, but while you're at the park or spending time in whichever nature space you are, give your worries to something in nature. Give your worries to a tree. Give your worries to the stream. Give your worries to a rock that's there. While you're out and about, you could snap some photos of the beautiful little treasures that you might find outside. Those things that we often don't notice. The little things. If you've got a little bit more time and a little bit more energy, how about you go on a camping trip? Now, on a day-to-day basis, you can also take your meditation practice outdoors too. And you can watch the sunrise and the sunset. You can also grow a garden, or if you don't have a garden or you can't have a garden, there's always the option for some pot plants, even if that's growing some little green herbs that you can use in the kitchen. Now, I do hope that this episode has given you a little bit of an understanding about how stress works in your body and how it can affect your physical health and your mental health. It's really important that you find ways to manage the loads that you have in your life. Take control of the things that you can and learn about how you can bring about a relaxation response in your body so that you can put the brakes on your stress response. And of course, 
my favourite, is always to take that outdoors. Immerse yourself in nature with relaxation-inducing activities that, remember, you can read more about them and get some more ideas from the Nature Is My Therapy bundle when you click on that link in the show notes and subscribe to my email newsletter. So until next time, keep on getting your therapy in the great outdoors and managing those stresses and bringing on that relaxation response. See you next time.